Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh And welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya The Three Muslims How you guys doing? Wa alaikum assalam bro Alhamdulillah bro, you're looking cute man Habibi, Is that why you were shaking your head so hard? Like you couldn't believe it? Yeah bro, you were um, Kind of, I feel like I got to lower my gaze bro <laughs> Stop I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> this this is the third Muslim for anyone that's joined. Um, you know, last few days, new subs. <laughs> like, yo, two Muslims, bro. I just see Fahd and Rami. Who's who's the third Muslim? It's our beautiful brother Anho over here. Salamu alaikum, Anho. How you doing? <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Bro. Alhamdulillah. We could have been so deep with that. We could have been like, bro, you're the third Muslim. It's the three of us. You know, the, the two of us on screen, one person. <laughs> oh, that's true, bro. <laughs> yeah. Walaikum salam to everyone that has made it to the stream. Jazakallah khair. Catherine, hello. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's go into it. So, Abba and Preach, who are they? They're YouTubers. Um, we I think we targeted. I don't want to say targeted, bro. Come on. We addressed a little bit <laughs> about what they said on a stream a few days ago. For anyone that missed it, let's see what happened. Who this guy is, right? I don't know who he is. I think you showed it was like Ava or Ada and something, right? Yeah. And let's invite him to come talk. We invite you to come talk. Not harshly, not to fight, not to come and attack you about leaving Islam, whatever. We invite you to come talk about Islam. If mm. you really left Islam and you're and you're sure that Islam is false and stuff, okay, come talk to us, inshallah. And don't worry about like Muslims at your neck or coming after you. I think that's at least yours. Like you should probably worry about something a little. A little bit more grand scale things, man. And then three days later, they dropped this video, bro. So mm. I think it's only fair that we respond to it. Um, and there's uh, someone commented this. Crazy how the beards get larger from left to right. Almost like a Pokemon progression, bro. <laughs> <laughs> SubhanAllah. All right, then. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say before we go in? Uh, someone wrote it's pronounced a Aba. Aba. A Aba or Iba? Jazakallah. I think Aba, and I think it's because I mispronounced it in the video. I said Ada or Aba because I wasn't sure. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. Alhamdulillah. 100 viewers in the stream. I say we go in right now. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And uh, inshallah, we'll pause it every now and then just to give our comments. Talking about this, <clears throat> was talking about his with who? There's a part of me. Um, no answers. There's a part of me that is a bit envious of religious people. I can get that. Oh yeah, I, you know what? Yes. And d disclaimer: neither me or preach are religious. Okay, but we do Ooh. come from households that are. Semi to fairly religious. That's just mine being a Muslim my... one, and yours being, being Christian Baptist. Okay. My mama gonna it's gonna break my mama heart when they hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> my mama's heart been broken. Oh she, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Haram. I just put a check on the table, give her that devil's lettuce. <laughs> she shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that green, <laughs> and she'd be like. Oh, my son is so good. <laughs> and then the devil's letter is actually weed. So what you just said so is like I, you put he weed does in haram it. things. He's giving me money. <laughs> to the topic, there's a part of me that does. Uh, bro, I already want to chime in, bro. He's basically saying that he's 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 doing haram things. He broke his mom's heart. He left the dean, but he brings her the cash at the end of every month, and she kind of allows it. So, 
I mean, it's I hate to be in that situation, bro. And and there's a lot of people, bro. There's a lot of parents too that like they genuinely need money. So because of that, it's a normal human thing where it's kind of like, you know what? I don't agree with you morally. I don't agree with you, you know, and what you're doing. But because you're giving me money, I'm just gonna shut up. And it's a very sad, compromising place to be, bro. You know? Yeah, and he's he's making light of a situation that really shouldn't be made light of. You know, like if your mom's heart is really broken, like if your mom really feels some type of way because you left the dean and she only wants the best for you, like just just think about that. In Islam, like our mothers are held to a very high position. Like there was um, bro, when I was getting married, the imam was like saying about the the position. Of, a, of the mother and he was saying this one guy he i think he came to one of the scholars and he was asking like uh you know my, my mother can't walk my mother's paralyzed or something like that so i put her on my back and i did the hajj with her on my back and i climbed up the uh i think mount arafa is it mount arafa i don't think so basically he did the whole hajj and he did it several times and then he said to the, the sheikh, he's like, I, I did this with my mother on my back and I did the hajj for her with her on my back several times. Like, have I completed my duties as a son to her? And he's like, not even this, not even a fraction of what she did, like what she went through to bring you into this world and to be able to nurture you into the person that you became now. So like, just, just think about that, like, the mother is held to such a high degree. And it's even in the hadith where the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that, you know, someone asked him like, oh, who's the most, who's the most important person in uh, in our life, right? Or something like that. And he's, he replied, uh, the mother, like our mother. Hmm. And then he's like, oh, but after that, and he's like, your mother. And then he's like, after that, your mother again. But then it's the father. Fourth time, so, fourth time it was the fault. Yeah, bro. So like, just just take that in, bro. Take that in as to how important the mother is, and here you are making light of a situation when your mother is just wanting the best for you, and she feels some type of way. So it's like, uh, bro, like you shouldn't be making light of something like that. You shouldn't be joking around about something like that. And if you're helping your mom out, like, keep that low key, bro. Like, why why would you flex that? Hmm. You know, like, why would you why would you flex helping your mom out like this? It's sincere like that's a sincere question like you should want the best for your mom like if you're helping your mom out like that with money like don't but come on now don't be don't be putting your mom out like that don't be exposing your mom mm. no i agree bro i agree because at the end of the day the best deeds are those that are kept secret bro that we do for the sake of allah nothing else i mean what about you before we continue I don't really have anything to say, to be honest. <laughs> All right, alhamdulillah, bro. Let's continue then. Alhamdulillah. Um, envy religious people. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll give you the floor first. What are the, some of the reasons that you... He's giving me money <laughs> to the topic. There's a part of me that does um, envy religious people. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll give you the first floor first. What are the, some of the reasons that you understood what I said? I'm curious. Maybe because, you know when they say ignorance is bliss? Now, I'm not trying to say that I'm Neo and I'm like, you know, woke and everything and stuff and I know the truth and it's just that I'm thinking about a lot of things that are make sense that don't make sense to me and they don't have that, right? And they can, they have this way, this, this thing that they can go to when they, they feel bad, you know, they feel some kind of bad. They could just, Jesus, 
You are my joy within. They could just. Hey. <laughs> hey. They could just. Hey. They could just. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why. I came from a mother. Yeah. <laughs> but that gospel hit when different. That- I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know why I started liking Kanye again? He's doing them church services. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> that, hey. that gospel shit hit different. Hit different. Hit Whenever they sing, that's the thing. When you sing ugly and you sing with a purpose, okay, you don't sing to be you don't sing to be pretty, right? You sing ugly. And you sing with a purpose. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, God. You sing like your whole life depends on it. You know what D'Angelo said? What? He learned to sing in the church. And what his pastor would say when he going up there singing. What do you say? He said, you ain't up there to look cute. No. You sing it for the Lord. You're saying it. <laughs> you sing it for the Lord. Sang so it. sing like it. You ain't up there to look cute. I said, oh. And I'm like, that's how I like my music. You know when you make them faces. Ah! You hit them notes and you're like, yeah, is it like greens, greens, potatoes, bananas? You name it. I'm like, yeah. That lady, that lady's a pastor. She is. Right? She did her thing. Yeah. And even she was talking about food. You understand? There was a purpose because it was about, it was not just talking about food, like the food that was going to be on the table at Thanksgiving. That was not it. Yeah. It was the food that was going to be on the table and I was blessed by the Lord. That's what it was. You understand what I'm saying? Singing with a pair. So when she sit and she hit that beat, you name it, and she hit that note, it was with a purpose. Yeah. So there's always that thing. Where I, I understand why people go to church. Yeah. I understand the feeling because I've been there too, and I've like that. The, the, this old camaraderie that goes into the church. You got people supporting you, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like kind of a safe space, uh, even though there is no such thing as safe space. But it is a safe space for them to get together and talk about who whatever they got. And even if you talk about your problems, and you're able to just say, "Oh, today I had a bad day. I had a bad day. I woke up one morning. I had a bad day, people." Yes, my brothers and sisters, I woke up and I felt sad, but I knew that I could have Jesus in my heart. Mm-hmm. Amen. And all that, just <laughs> that opening up, it makes you feel good. You know how you can feel good too? Therapy. But that's just me, <laughs> okay? That's me. That shit, that gospel shit, it is different. And I'm Baptist. I'm not Catholic. I'm Baptist Baptist. So that's what we did. You understand? So, so I get, I get all that. And I envy them because, you know, there's always a thing. There's always someone that you can talk to. There's a feeling that there's always someone that you can talk, whether you can believe it or not. Mm. You're a Christian. There's someone that you can talk to. There's someone that you can rely on. That you have a purpose in life. Mm -hmm. You always have to wear people that do not believe in God have to work a little bit harder for that to happen. That's true. Okay? And it is noted that there are more self-deletions in uh, the people that do not believe in God than people that believe because the purpose is not there. And you know, what's the world? What What are you going to live for? What, what's going to be your purpose? What's going to be your thing? Well, you don't, when you don't believe, you got to find your purpose somewhere else. When you believe, there's a goal at the end of the tunnel. There's a way, there's guidelines. I'm not saying that when you don't believe, you don't got no guidelines. But I feel like you have, I've been, I've been in both. You have to work a little harder for that to happen, where those guidelines are bestowed onto you when you believe. What, what, what's your take? Yeah, I think um, you touched on it to some degree. I think 
as you get older, you notice that, especially with the current times that we live in now, that people's sense of community is pretty much non-existent in a lot of places. Uh. And so I think what church or religion does a lot of the times is it gives you a sense of belonging to a group. It gives you communion on Sundays or Friday prayers or, you know, holidays like Eid and stuff like that. You get this opportunity to be with others and get stuff that humans truly need but don't always accept or admit to. And, uh, yeah, there's just something super infectious about being in this kind of environment, you know. To I do want to address uh, this comment. Haro, that's unfortunate. He's, he might still be Muslim. Nah, he's an ex-Muslim, bro. He's come out with it very clearly, unapologetically. Um, not something we heard through someone else, through him, multiple videos, so it's clear, bro. But, again, doesn't mean you can't come back. Ain't that right, boys? Of course, 100%. 100%. And um, I want to I wanna comment on a few of the points they made, because I actually think those, those are good points. They're essentially jealous of religious people, or, or sorry, envious of religious people, because they have a sense of community, because they have a sense of purpose. And essentially what they're talking about is uh, in the grand scheme of things is nihilism, moral nihilism. And that's what a lack of God or a lack of religion will get you to. Because we can't prove certain things, right? There are certain things you cannot prove that you either have to just believe subjectively or presuppose to be the truth unless you have God to tell you, right? And I know that sounds maybe a bit obnoxious or whatever, but take like, for example, any any moral... Uh, so anything you see as immoral, right? Theft or whatever. I don't want to say anything that would get the stream monetized, but let's take theft. And imagine I asked you to prove theft is wrong. You'd be like, well, it's, it's not good to take property from people. Okay, well, why is that not good? Because you're harming someone else. Okay, but why do I not? Why, why shouldn't I harm them? Why is it bad to harm them? Can you prove that? Well, everybody wants to be ple pleased and not harmed. Okay, so so what if everyone wants it? Why is that something we should, why should we do what, what everyone wants? There's no way to prove it. You keep going down the rabbit hole. So what it leads atheists to, or a religious people, is moral nihilism. There is no objective morality. There's no objective good or bad. There is no objective purpose. And there's no objective reason to get together in a communal setting. So I could just sit in my office all day and, and screw off and whatever. That's essentially what it leads people to. And that's, I think, what they're experiencing. And that's something in favor of religion. And it's, it's, it's funny because I would argue from a religious standpoint that God specifically created us with these needs and he gave us religion to fulfill these needs and make us the best kind of society that we could be. That's exactly what the Prophet, peace be upon him, did with the Arabs. That's exactly what he did. They were tribalistic. They were racist. They, they were doing messed up things, man. They were burying their daughters alive. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa came with belief in one God and worship him and obey him alone. And, uh, and join good and forbid evil. And basically the whole society flipped. They ended up conquering like a huge part of the world. They ended up being like a superpower in the world for like a thousand years. And it was only till recently that, you know, the Muslims basically really lost any power that they had. So, Yanni, like I, I agree with what they're saying. And I, but I, I think it's a reason that they should at least look into religion. Because someone mentioned they see it as a coping mechanism which maybe to talk about later in the video, Allahu Alam. Um, I only saw basically up until this part so far. I was watching it yeah, yesterday. I, mm -hmm. I was going to add to that, bro. Yeah. Because well, I, I saw that point too, where it's like, it, it kind of, it, it seems that they haven't actually fully delved into, it. you know, like before Islam, like there used to be this thing known as like a, a truth seeker. 
And if you actually think about it, anyone who's actually looking for the truth, like they're going to eventually come to Islam. It, it all comes back to Islam. And if they were actually looking for the answer, they were looking for the truth, well, they wouldn't have made this video. They wouldn't be non-religious, as they say. So this just kind of shows that um, they're not actually seeking the answers. And, and you know what? Allah knows best. God knows best, right? Maybe deep, maybe deep down inside, they actually do want to know the answers, but they haven't made the necessary actions to move in that direction. Or they're just, maybe they're, they're too early in the journey to even speak of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I want to, I want to, sorry, not to point my, my hand on the camera, but to jump on that point, I, I actually, and this is not, this is not me to like trying to get a one liner or a one up on them. I actually just generally think about what I'm saying here. And if, if, if Avon preach, if you guys are watching, Genuinely, just think about this. I think you guys, if you believe that religion is a coping mechanism, I think you saying that is a coping mechanism. And the reason I say this, because as Muslims, we will provide evidence for why we believe what we believe. We will provide evidence that Islam is the truth. But you as someone who's a religious would have to bring evidence against basically every religion or at least the major religions that exist and disprove all of them and then say no religion is correct. It's a coping mechanism, whatever, whatever. So you guys saying that is kind of, and this is not a disrespect, it's normal that people do this kind of in your position, it's almost a cop-out, so you don't have to deal with religious arguments, so you don't have to deal with religion as a whole, you don't have to justify your views, you just say, well, it's just a coping mechanism, because when people believe in God, they feel happy in, in their heart, and without God, they feel sad. I mean, think about that, people feel happier in their heart when they think of God, someone who's not physical, someone who's not here physically with us, we can't see, we can only see the result of it's only natural that God created us with this capacity for belief of him in our heart. If you think about how ideas are formed, there you see a laptop and you see a wall and then you think like of a laptop screen the size of a wall. You know, that's how ideas are formed. There is nothing comparable to God. God is the ultimate kind of idea if you think about it. You have to take all the like immaculate traits and put them into one being. And the fact that we all have this belief as a child it's not something that our, like we have this insane thinking pattern as kids. It's just something that we were born with, which means that God created us like that. So I think it's kind of a coping mechanism for you guys to say that Islam or religion is a coping mechanism for religious people. What do you guys think? Does that make sense? Yeah, bro. I agree. I just wanted to say, Rami, what you meant was God is like the most unfathomable conceptual thing to like visualize, you know, not like an idea. Because I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Rami said God is an idea, you know? It's yeah. funny, bro. Elon yeah. Musk and I've seen a lot of channels, bro. They go around saying that God is an idea, bro. Even Andrew Tate, bro, he said God is an idea, as an idea, can be powerful too. And I was like, no, bro, God is a literal, like, actual entity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I think people might be able, they might misconstrue the term idea. So, Jazakallah, I'm glad you cleared it up. Why, idea yeah. just meaning something you can think of. Alhamdulillah. Ano, you have anything before we continue? All right, Bismillah. Hear somebody talk about, you know, to have patience because life is life is full of suffering. Doesn't matter what religion, what faith you go through, life is full of suffering. Be it losing people around you, difficult stuff at work, heartbreak, all these things, and not having a support system, it makes that suffering even more compounded. And so, 
I have rituals that I engage in, all right? And I don't mean sacrificing baby, but I mean like maybe it's specific events I go to every Thursday or Friday to dance. For you, maybe it's CrossFit on Sundays and you get it with your group of people. Having these forms of like rep repetition where you guys go through the same type of habits with the same type of people, like that. Abba is the one on the right or Aba and then Preacher is the one on the left. Yeah, this is actually a good spot to actually pause at because he's he's mentioning this thing and I can see where he's about to go. But these things, these like religious things that you might be doing, or let's say you want to cross it um, every single week, or let's say you're doing martial arts like every single day or multiple times a week, or you're playing music and you're learning instruments or, or your purpose is like this business or something like that. Listen, these things are temporary. These things are of this world. These things will give you a feeling that's a very temporary feeling and that will pass very quickly. Like when when you when you submit yourself and you are praying and you're constantly seeking Allah and you're you're constantly trying to humble yourself and bring yourself down to that that place of uh basically submission to the creator. Like that gives you ease. That gives you peace. That gives you something that's like, you know what? is not temporary. It continues because even during the hard times, the ease is still there. Mm. Think about that. When when you have this, like, I don't care, bro. Like, you could be doing martial arts or you could have this, like, CrossFit thing that you're doing all the time and it's, like, a ritual. Bro, like, you will be going through a hard time in your life and, yeah, that might help you through. Like, you know, it might give you endorphins. You might feel good. But it's only, like, a very brief period of time in your day. You know, and then the rest of the time, you're just, like, in this mental chaos, like, dealing with the stuff that's going on. Whereas when you are submitting to the Creator, and you're constantly seeking the Creator, you're praying every single day, and you're always trying to have that taqwa, you're always trying to have the God consciousness. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you're going through that hard time, because you understand that that hard time is just a test. You understand the reason for everything that's happening. So, yeah. I mean, I, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, like... I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking a little too far ahead. So I'm just gonna let them I'm gonna let them speak first, bro, before going. Inshallah. Inshallah. Especially during after this pandemic can no longer be discounted. How much people suffered from not being able to do those things? Unbelievable. For me, it was like such a big deal. Why I look a lot better now and feel a lot better is because I'm out there and I'm actually able to do shit because I wasn't able to for a long time. <clears> so <throat> I say all this to say that religious people, just from a communion standpoint, have so much but then like preach said it gives you a set of guidelines it gives you your moral compass it tells you like these are the rights these are the wrongs instead of you having to figure out a lot of it for yourself all the time or having to deal with that and i think a lot of people need you know, they need that framework mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so from the outside looking in when i see <clears> folks <throat> who are so lost and have none of that you can go through and try to figure out yourself, but that's a one it can be very lonely and two, very difficult. Oh yeah, very difficult. And so I think um, there's a part of me that understands the need for religion, even though I'm not a believer, and I don't think that can change. I respect it and I appreciate it from afar. And I think, yeah, that's something that's come with age. Before I just I used to think of it as a nuisance because it was something that people kept trying to impose on me. Oh, yeah. But now that they no longer have that ability and I'm a grown man, I can look at it from afar and appreciate it for what it is rather than the thing that's trying to pull me in all the time. Well, you know this. I was pissed off about religion. You you were... <laughs> uh, bring it up a couple Li notches. Livid. Okay. 
livid about uh, yeah, yeah. about our religion and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And you know, through the years, you know, you calm you calm down. You listen, you know, you know. You just have to work things out with what hurts you and what hurt your community and what hurts your people and, and understand where it comes from. I was pissed off. Yeah, like you would talk about you would talk about religion to me, Christianity to me. And my whole demeanor would change. Like I was in a fight mode. He saw that a couple of times. I mean, he had some I was, spicy. Sex. I was, I was heated. You understand? <laughs> and I was, I was. King preached the petty. King preached the petty in mm. full effect. I was ready to take you down, and all your arguments. It was easy to invalidate them real quick. Now it's not even about that. It's not even about that. But I was pissed, pissed. Yeah, especially when someone's trying to embark me in that shit. Ooh. It's because you ain't got Jesus in your life. Ooh. Oh, I got one for you. You got a problem? Let God handle it. Oh, my God. That used to trigger the... And not up to recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a video. Up, up to recently. Our, our, our most viral video yes. is him getting triggered by God. Yes. When when the, the wedding thing and when, when let God handle yeah, it. Let, let God what he said let God I need a prenup no 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 let God handle it I I you could just go you could go back to that video actually the preacher steps up he's like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on he say now now hold on don't now I know you love this girl don't make a drastic decision I think you should just let God handle it shut that shit off. <laughs> And you could just see my eyes right there when he said that. Oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that was up to recently. And as he was doing that, all I was thinking like, was, here comes the money. Here we go. And sure enough, highest viewed video. Yo, you should, that video went up. That up. It beat the first one that we posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, but like. Yeah, that shit used to trigger you. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't, it's understandable why I un, like it doesn't trigger me, but I, I got a little. Uh, yeah, no, no, but I, now I could breathe. Yes, that's now right. I could breathe. <laughs> I love the little smile that Romy had, bro. I think it's fun, I get right? that, bro. I get that as a born Muslim, too, bro. I get that because a lot of people are doing too much, bro. And it can put you off. And this is the reality of a lot of Muslim Christian families, bro. I used to know this Christian guy, bro. He's like, bro, if I if I said anything, bro, I would have got kicked out in the streets, bro. And we were like five. I was like, subhanAllah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's there's definitely a few notes to uh to unpack there. So firstly, um, I wanna let me go kind of in reverse order. So about that that brother, someone just commented saying that. Uh here. By the way, that dude uh, they just showed was Stephen uh, Jackson, Stephen Jackson. Uh, he converted to Islam last year. I've seen the brother a few times. Um, I mean, from a religious perspective, in fact, actually, forget religious, from an Islamic perspective, they mentioned something about a prenup or whatever. Islam has guidelines for what to do as a Muslim, right? When you, you know, marry your wife, give her a gift. If you divorce, do you still have to take care of her, you know, taking care of your kids? Islam covers all of that stuff morally so topic of prenup not a prenup all Islam covers all that that's not don't worry about that and i want to summarize this whole discussion with something the prophet he said he said a man came to him and he's like do i do i tie my camel up so it doesn't you know run away or leave or wander 
or should I just leave it and trust in Allah? He saw the two as a contradiction. The Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, tie your camel and trust in Allah. Boom, right there. Do what you think is best, right? Seek advice of those around you. Go to the, those who know, as the Quran says. If you don't know, go to those who know. And do what you think is best and trust Allah. Trust God that whatever you do is, is, is just best. And will have yield the best outcome. That's what we believe as Muslims. I don't think you would contend with that if someone believes in religion. And also, I want to touch on the point you mentioned, Fayyad, because you're absolutely right. A lot of people like grow up in families where religion is like, you know, just smacked on their head, you know, in a very painful way. So they associate religion with such horrible, hmm. um, you know, such horrible thoughts and feelings and, 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 you know, all these things that just, it pushes people away. And that's not something that religion should do to a person, especially Islam. You know, Islam, we know how beautiful it is. So to have it slapped on like the, the, the foreheads of so many kids is so, well, it's so saddening to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's why i see a lot of men and women brothers and sisters that are like coming back to religion later in their life when they finally had that space to like come into it of their own accord yeah. and then it's legit it's like genuine it's authentic it's no longer like oh if i don't do this i'm gonna get my thing beat you know if i don't do this i'm out on the streets if i don't do this my mom's not gonna speak to me anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's sad because a lot of the time it comes from whatever culture the people are dealing with or like just the harshness of the parents. And it's not actually Islamic, you know, Islamically, or it's, it's all about uh, knowledge and it's all about the Quran and the Sunnah. Like if someone has even like a, um, you know, a, a bit of skepticism or like a question about something, a lot of the time in Christianity, they'll kind of push you aside. Islamically, what we're supposed to do is, is answer their question. Go mm -hmm. to a scholar, ask, inshallah, they'll quote the Quran and the Hadith Prophet to answer it. And that's sure. why we started this channel, right? To, 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 to encourage the people, basically, to look into Islam and to answer these questions for them. We get a lot of questions about free will and, and determinism and, and all this stuff. And it's, uh, none of it's actually you know, a contradiction. Or once you hear the answer, it's like, wow, you know, that's unbelievable. But you just have to kind of break out of that shell and, and, and really... In, engage with these people engage with the muslims and you'll, you'll see you know what we have to offer why people like andrew tate accept islam yes yeah, so mm -hmm. i'm gonna throw that in there Alhamdulillah. but yeah. before i was going every time i was going i feel in. you i get you i'll say this i think now we're at a point where people have so many options they can choose to do whatever they want to do when people are embellishing a lot of those things they're fucking left right and center they're doing all kinds of substances they're doing all these things and we allow people a lot of freedoms, but what comes with a lot of freedoms oftentimes, especially if people embellish too much, is chaos comes into your life. All of a sudden you have a harder time meeting deadlines, you're engaging in all kinds of frivolous behavior that's not good for you. And I think what religion brings for a lot of people is a bit of order. Every Sunday, ritualistically, you're supposed to show up here. Or if you have an issue, you can come to somebody and confide. It gives you that sense of consistency that I think a lot of people need in their lives to feel really well. I have friends who are, dealing with antidepressants and stuff like that. And I'm not saying they found God and they felt better. What I'm trying to say is just from them getting a schedule and an order in their life, getting a job and working nine to five every single day, they started to feel exponentially better. And that's actually one of the top things that like shrinks will tell people when they're dealing with depression oftentimes is like, get a schedule, just pick three things in the day and get those things done and see how we feel after that and just bring some order. What I think religion does a great job of is it oftentimes introduces order into your life. It gives you these guidelines where it says, don't do too much of this, don't do too much of B, don't do too much of C, blah, 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 blah. Or come every Sunday, do these things. 
and that kind of order is very comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think as people get <clears throat> older, they need that because they retire from their jobs. They have all this free time. Their kids don't come to see them as often. Their community members, friends, family move away or they die. As you get older, that need for that kind of order and consistency and something to invest your time in becomes much more apparent. You know, mm. because someone said this to me. It's like his mom turned 70 and she's thinking about retirement. And then, you know, she doesn't know what she's going to do at retirement. So he's like, oh, you should pick up a new hobby or whatever. She's like, I'm 70. Like, that's probably not. And most old people are not going to go and, like, pick up a guitar all of a sudden. No. Or, you know, start a botany plant or whatever. No. Most of them got their routine and they like that kind yeah. of stuff. So she started investing herself heavily into God, you know, and even though her husband passed away. And you see, like, there's a beauty in that. There's that. a community that's going to take care of you. Exactly. That, and then when you're that. familiar with and you've invested in for 40, 50 years, yeah. right? You're going to have people calling you up. Oh, hey, so I tell, how are you doing today? Absolutely. There's people calling you when you ain't got nobody, you know, people are going to call you. People are going to take care of you. People are going to look out for you. And that's sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. That's what you need. Yeah. Think about this. And this really fucked me up when he said it. He said, my mom been going to church since she was her old baby. Uh-huh. She's 71. Uh-huh. Every Sunday. Uh-huh. Think of one thing that you've done every Sunday nope. that's a social activity. I want you, the viewer, tell me one thing that you've done every single week since you were a baby that's socially involved with other people and communicating. Not, oh, I work out every Sunday. Not that. I'm talking about something that you've done re- religiously. <laughs> every... Repeatedly. Right? Think about it. There's something really like impressive and beautiful in that in and of itself. Um, uh-huh. And so, yeah. I'm My just... aunt is like that. Yeah. I got one aunt like, like, like that. Yeah. Ooh. No matter where she at. She going. She's in Florida. She's in New York. She's Good. In she goes to church. Good. She goes to church. Good. That that kind of order. And if she doesn't go to church, she best believe that within between that time and that time, you cannot go in her room because she praying. Yeah. She praying. She doing prayer. She prays for everybody. In the, in, 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 in Shout the, out to her. And I even used to. That's how, how pissed off I was. And when when people would come up to you, would, would come up to me and be like, "Oh, I prayed for you." I'd be like, "Nah, I don't believe in that shit." So don't. Nah, I'm not as petty, and I understand that the only thing that person is doing whenever they, 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 they say, I've been praying for you, is they wish you well. Just accept it. It's not your religion. It's not your thing. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the intention behind that is that that person is wishing me well. That's but, it. I'm proud of your growth. Thanks. Congratulations. Thanks. Look at you. Yeah. But if church comes to me, bro, I'm just kidding. Listen, listen. <laughs> anytime you get upset, you deal with bad situations, let God handle it. It's okay. <laughs> Don't push it. <laughs> Don't push it. Don't fucking push it. Don't fucking push it. We're about to fight. Don't push it. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, A religious video is coming. Oh, yo, yo. Actually, yeah, there's a lot of people that will be asking like, yo, why, why, why were you so pissed off? We'll we'll handle that in another video. I think think that could be a part two of this video. We could definitely do that. Why you left, if you want to talk about it. Me? I mean, mine's boring. (laughs) I like pussy. And I'm not good at being a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, that's it. funny. It wasn't alcohol, was it? I like pussy. 
pussy. I knew I was gonna fuck left or right. It felt weird to go to Friday prayers and be like, uh, God. And I knew that night I was going. I couldn't do that. I, Mia, I can't. One thing I can't do is be a blatant hypocrite. I just can't. You do try. It. You try to pray. You I try. Can't you try to pray, but all the time you're praying, you're looking at the watch yeah, yeah. to see whenever you're gonna when get I, some pussy. When I see mom, and then I also seen them at the club, sitting like, I, 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 I can't be me. I'm just sorry. I just can't be me. That's all. So I knew who I was, and I knew what I was about. Now my older years, maybe, eh, maybe you never know. But I, I, I don't see myself. But why I left? I like. I mean, it is what it is. So that's all. Anything else you want to say? That's most of us. All right. <laughs> oh no! Please, bro. Please, as a reaver, bro, and Rami, and myself, bro. Just as men, bro. Who doesn't like women? What man does not like women? Unless you're a Bati boy. But aside from all that, like, bro, it's okay. It's okay to like women, bro. Anho, come on, man. I want to know your thoughts. I like women. It's sad, bro. It's sad, man. Because, like, this is what I was thinking the entire time, but I wanted to let them all, like, finish talking because I wanted to, like, you know, formulate my, my conclusion here. But it seems like the conclusion was on the money, like, right from the rip when it was coming. And it's that these these dudes, bro, they're just following their nafs, they're following their desires. And your desires, are, they're not going to get you nothing. They're not going to get you nothing. Like, which one was that one that said that he likes he likes women a lot? Was that Abba Preach? Or Abba. 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 Bro, let me ask you something, bro. After each time that you got yourself some cheeks, the feeling that you felt after that, like how long did that last before you wanted it again? Like the contentment that you got from that, like how long did that last before you had to go and seek it again? Like, can you honestly say that clapping cheeks was uh, your purpose? <laughs> Come on, like, nah, 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 nah. A lot of guys will say, oh, no, like, as men, you know, human or biological purpose is to clap cheeks. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. Can you actually say that this this actually brings peace to your life? This, you know, it feels so good that you, you're willing to just give up everything and everything for some cheeks. Like, that's, that's sad, bro, because that's basically saying, like, your ilaha, like, your worship, you worship cheeks. Like that, I'm sorry, but like I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to claim anything on you. I'm not trying to say that you're weak as a man, but any man that worships a woman or worships cheeks, that's weak, bro. That's weak. So my conclusion with all this, man, is like, y'all should really, you know, spend some time with yourselves and. And disconnect from everything and disconnect from cheeks and disconnect from the social media and all this stuff. And uh, then start seeing what really comes to you because it's only when you disconnect that you can start to see things clearly. Yeah. yeah. SubhanAllah. Um, I, I want to comment. Cheeks are temporary. Dean is forever. My bad, Rami. I want to comment on. I want to comment on. I think this is speaking to a greater volume with basically essentially he as an individual never really believed if i'm being honest someone who actually at any point in his life believed in islam is not going to leave uh, for sin 
because you can sin and still be a Muslim. You said I wasn't good at being a hypocrite. If you're a Muslim, then you stop sinning. You don't stop practicing Islam. You don't you don't leave Islam. Basically, what he's saying is that I was I was born into a liberal secular society, and everyone around me is doing this, this, and that. But my family taught me, you know, this, this, and that. And I chose one side over the other, basically. That's essentially what happened. And, you know, it happens to a lot of people, you know, such is life. I'm not going to, you know, come at the brother for that. But now you you need to, you must take a look back and see that this was not an intellectual, where's my hand, an intellectual decision. This was not something that you sat and you pondered about and said, you can't, you looked at the evidence and came to the conclusion that I should just leave my religion and go have intercourse with women. And let's be honest, listen, if you really or anyone really practices Islam, you would get married. I don't care how young you are, get married. I've been, bro, I was trying to get married since I was 18. Alhamdulillah, a few years later, I'm married now. Everyone, every man likes a woman, alhamdulillah. Even the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said that the world is temporary desire, but the best of that temporary desire is a pious wife. Bro, get married. Come on, man. Who, what would you, what, who would you rather be with? Uh, you know, random women who you have no connection with, no shared beliefs or values with, or maybe a few. Or a woman who you and her are both willing to dedicate your life to Allah. Dedicate your life to the one who created you. And bring children to the world. Raise them better than hopefully, you know, your parents raise you when it comes to religion. Teach them the right way. And have them be leaders for the Muslims. Be, be leaders for the people. Like imagine this. The universe existed for a long time. And from that, the earth came to existence in our galaxy for a long time. Right? And for, for all the years our earth existed... You know, Allah, or for lack of a better term, I'll just say humans, you know, came to earth once upon a time. I'll leave the religious Adam and Eve out of it right now. But, you know, our creator put us on the earth. And then all these years later, all these children later, all these people later, little baby Aba and Preach are born to the world. Now, from all this, Allah created little baby Aba and Preach come to the world. And Aba, he goes to the masjid, he's taught Islam, he's taught this and that. And he relieves his creator. He leaves his religion. To be able to have intercourse with, with women. Just think about that. This Out of everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Including you and me. Not just you. There's people out there. They're willing to abandon their creator. Abandon the creator. Abandon the way of life. Abandon all those benefits of being at least religious that you, you guys mentioned. To have intercourse with women. And it's funny, I gave a, I gave this is the last thing I'll say, inshallah, on this topic. I gave a, a talk on red pill and Islam. And one of the main fundamental points I made was that red pill, its whole objective is to get women, and that's why it fails. Because the entire objective, the point, the the ilah, as you mentioned, Anhil, the god that they worship is, is women. If you're working out, looking good, working hard, making money, boosting your confidence to get women, and guess what? You worship, you worship women, the attention from women, the intercourse with women. That's your entire purpose in life. If that's not depressing, I don't know what the heck is, to be completely honest. That is sad. And that's not an attack on you, Aba. Everyone, Every guy is doing this nowadays. But we're trying to call them away from that. You can have the intercourse. Just do it in a way that is beneficial for you, for, for the woman, for the community. Get married. And then you're going to say, oh, marriage is a scam. Marriage is not a scam unless you marry someone you should not have married. And then mm -hmm. I'll say, mm, it's kind of your fault, my man. And I'll say the same to the woman in some cases as well. But regardless, 
just come have a discussion with us. I'm going to say the same thing. Come have a discussion with us. Let's talk. You know, uh, I understand you very well. I know the brothers do as well. We all live in the West. We know what life is like. We're men, alhamdulillah. We like women as well. Come and We're talk literally from Canada too, bro. Yeah, bro. I saw that and I'm like, let's, inshallah, let's fly out. At least you and me, let's fly out and let's go meet them. We'll grab a no, coffee. I'm down, bro. Listen, Abba and Preach, if you guys made it this far, we just want to chop it up. Even if, even if you don't want to record it. Even if it wants to be like an off-camera thing, we just want to talk about it. Western marriage, that's the thing, bro. Western marriage or is more about a wedding than a marriage. You know what I mean? I've seen so many red pill horror stories about people being like, oh, you got to spend this much on a ring. Then this grandioso type of like, you know, proposal. You got these women that are like, oh, you know, I didn't have my camera out. Go, go down on your knees again. Let me take my camera out. Let me do it again. You know, it's so cringe, bro. And it's like they're putting so much emphasis on one day than an actual union, bro. Where at the end of the day, you got two people. They don't feel Allah. They don't feel God. They're just going to live by their nafs, their desires. Of course, bro. Of course. I'd be traumatized, too, if that's all that there was, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, in Islam, marriage is something so much more, bro. So much more. 100%. Yeah. I mean, look, like. I just want to read this comment out because there's an ayah from the Quran. I'm sorry. I thought I forgot about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, have you seen the one who has taken his God as his own vain desire or has taken his own desires as his God? Would you then be a, basically a disposer of his affairs or watcher over him? You know, Yanni, are you going to watch over the person? Are you going to take care of the person, you know, of uh, basically the person who takes their own desires, them wanting to have intercourse and fill their bellies and all that and all that stuff. That person, they're making that their God. Are you going to basically even give any attention to this person? Yanni, their whole life revolves around about, basically around what they feel. What kind of instability is that? Your whole life is not based on anything rational, anything solid, not based on the truth. This is based on, oh, I feel this, let me do that. Come on, man. Hmm. Yeah. There's a super chat that I wanted to go through, inshallah. I don't know if you're still there. From Scattered Pieces Podcast, saying, Abba is still a genuine dude. By the way, thank you for the super chat. He left Islam because he misunderstands what practicing a religion means. But still a good dude, man. I got him. Yeah, bro. See, I mean, I've seen videos by like Mufti Mank and Sheikh Uthman and addressing this topic a lot. Even Noman Ali Khan, bro. About, oh, if I feel it in my heart, why do I still got to pray? If I feel this, why do I still have to do that? You know what I mean? And again, that's 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 a lot. That's that's a loaded question, bro. We can talk about that in another stream. But it's a very common thing. Unfortunately, people are leaving the deen because of that. Because over here in the West, it's just believe and that's it. It's a very Christian type of thing too. In modern Christianity, it's just you believe and that's it. There's no practicing you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Faith in Jesus, as they were saying. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> UK, UK, thank you. May Allah bless you, bro. I mean, Allah, I mean, sorry, on humble. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Now, I think the last thing that I want to say was, like, tying it all together. Like, Abba, preach. If y'all are watching this, listen, like, if we came off harsh, forgive us. It's not our intention. We just want to outline a lot of things, you know. And, and again, we, we love to talk with y'all. doesn't even have to be on camera or anything like that. It could be just, you know, off camera in person. So, if y'all if y'all get this by some chance, um, hit us up, man. Or, or answer our DMs if we hit you up. One of the other, I don't know. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Alright, boys. <laughs> Inshallah. Alright. And with that being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhabin nar.
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته